I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. Welcome, Welcome to, to Barf Barf. Barf Barf. Puke puke. <laughs> it occurred to me today on a run, I was like, what do we call people who listen to Burf Barf or we were like calling people Barfers? the actress? I was well, like, yeah, and, and they, they, our, burf our burfs? Our burfs? Our, our barfers? It, it, oh, uh, no. Bar- we need to think of no something bueno. like, yeah. something totally unrelated, like, I don't know. BBs? For you nerds out there who watch Veronica Mars, like, their people are called marshmallows, so like, okay. you can totally go way off Oh yeah, so like, barf mellows. <laughs> <laughs> Not helpful. Also good. At all. Also good. Uh, so, uh, we're just getting back here from being totally recharged by meeting some real yeah. cool people. It was awesome. Uh, we are coming back from our speaking engagement at the Runwell uh, running store in Edwardsville, Ultra Illinois. Uh, so, it's just right Clinic. outside right outside St. Louis. Uh, Jen Schaller was kind enough to invite us out to speak for our lady. first official guest speak guest speaker engagement, yeah. which we really hope we get lots of those, more of those, because we had so much fun. So if any of you guys have... Give us a ring. Yeah, just give us a call. <laughs> Drop us a line. Somebody asked us, well, the socials. we were like in the receiving line uh, of folks who were presenting if well, like if this was part of a tour we're on and we were yeah. like yeah uh, sure yeah yeah we're or just we, on the Chicago or we may have been or somebody may have asked me that since we've been back and I was like ha, ha, no no <laughs> this was our first one but we hope to do more so we'll be very transparent this was our first one but we please hope call to have us more. we will travel we will stay in weird hotels yes we will do whatever yeah. we'll eat your eat your weird foods run your weird trails like oh, all yeah, kinds we of will. stuff yeah and it was uh <laughs> no I think to our credit too I also like to point out that it was our first speaking engagement because I feel like we did it Damn good job. I would like to say big ups to my main Burf and Lang for staying up till midnight in the hotel. Don't worry, though. Finish the PowerPoint while I snored. (laughs) I was going to say, don't worry, while I was doing the slides, Lauren was asleep. (laughs) I painted my nails. She had a big day. I had a real big emotional day. I painted my nails. I fell asleep with my hands on top of the comforter. In hopes that they would not move, and they did not. So thanks for your hard work. Uh, I totally take some ownership of that, though, because my history in working on, like, slide decks for, like, client presentations for work and everything is always not how long will it take me to get done. It's how much time do I have, and I will use it. So I would have worked on it forever. <sighs> However, the slide deck was... It was beautiful. It was beautiful. So we had a sweet, sweet day. We started the day with a trail run, which was incredible. Really cool uh, trails on the local college campus, which is S I E U Southern One Illinois of... Eastern S E I U Southern South Eastern. Don't make nope. it up if you don't know it. Nope. S E I U S U I I I. One of the biggest college. One of the biggest college campuses in America. Uh, like physical acres, yes. which was very evident because we drove like five minutes into the campus to get to the trails Unreal. and did not see any buildings. Yeah, it was it was pretty majestic. So they have a really stellar cross country course in the area that we mm. were, which was really cool. So we ran over part of that, which is great that we didn't run on the right, cross country course. Right, because me and Annie's greatest fear in the whole world is running on grass. Yeah, when we look at cross country courses, we actually get a special chill in our spine. There are a few things that give me anxiety. But we were on a bike ride uh, a couple weeks ago for the 4th of July, and we drove by a cross-country course that you can see from the road. And it's beautiful. And it made me, like, hive So, like, they had the flags up, and Lauren was saying that it's always yeah. race-ready. It's yes. always race-ready. Yes. And Lauren... 
tends to whenever we're at a race start or race course, you feel that like that like that reverb from that yeah like, from b- cyclocross and biking days. Oh yeah, it just really resonates oh, with you. Okay, not and not I don't lost. get that, and I don't get that feeling at all. And looking at that cross country course, I was like, it's oh. it's I gotta go. It's like, gonna be I need so to hard. I need, I, need to, I need to poop in my legs, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I look at that course and I really do get like the hibbly bibblies like. I'm going to have to hurt so bad today, and some girl's going to pull my ponytail, and I'm going to fall down in grass, and it's going to be terrible. Like, I just can't look at it. And I wasn't even a high school athlete. So it was great to not be running on the cross-country course, despite the fact that it was cool to see it in Illinois, because I think they do a lot of, like, cross-country championships, because Ryan Gelfie, both of our coaches with Trails and Tarmac, both of our coach? Yep. Both, yeah. He's our coach. Both of our co- he is our coach with Trails and Tarmac was mentioning that he did like a cross country, uh, like national meet or something at the place where we were, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. just the world is a small place. Yes, it's very weird. And then we went to this amazing venue where it was hosted, which is an old theater that has been renovated. And we oh, I do want to back up and give ourselves some props. Okay. On the group run, we held to our oh. uh, do your own thing yeah. because. It was it was only like a five mile run, five six mile run mm-hmm. for the group, mm-hmm. and we we hung with everybody for a for couple miles because we really wanted to talk with everybody, and, that's and then we just we dropped off because it was just too fast to for us, and it was not fast. Training. Like I don't want to give anybody the misconception that the group was going too fast. It's just not our pace. It's not our pace. It's not our pace right now. It's not our pace. Uh, so it was good. We did the thing with them, and then we dropped off and, then and we shuffled into the darkness. <laughs> then we dropped our heart rates back down to a reasonable rate. So 185 for me and yeah. 100 for Laura. Precisely. <laughs> Don't really use those numbers. That's not true. Okay, after the group run. Then. Okay. Yeah, so I uh, went to this really cool theater where we... Uh, met up with a bunch of folks who were also on that run, and the uh, venue was so cool. It was beautiful. It so was the beautiful. main strip in Edwardsville, it it was so quaint, and so charming, clean, and there was so a charming. farmers market going on, and we had to resist the tie dye and the organic uh, produce. Give me we're, all of that. Somebody was playing like guitar and like drums yeah, or something. It was, it, it was it was wonderful. Playing dust in the wind. Well, yeah, I was like, That's I'm right. having a perfect moment <laughs> right, right now. And the theater had been redone based on city funds and some yeah. private funds that they had collected, which was really cool because they had a full marquee in the front. Yeah. And we were up on the top floor, so, like, not in the actual theater space, although there is apparently hope <clears throat> for growth in the future that we would be in the actual Ooh. movie theater area, which would be Ooh. cool. But where we were was also beautiful, like, exposed brick walls and, like, a really cool, like, uh, what do you call, like, the dome that was on top? Uh, uh, what? Like a, what do you call it in a house when there's a A dome on top? Oh, uh, like a skylight? Skylight. It was like a dome skylight. We did it! We got to the word! Words! It was like a dome skylight above the whole place and then like really, just, it was, it was awesome. And they had, uh, TV and AV and all, all that stuff set up. Yeah, and And also just, uh, a tremendous spread of food, an open bar. Vendors. Vendors. I mean... Man, oh man! Then I, I cannot knock reco- it out of the and park. I cannot recommend this format enough. So I think it was twenty bucks for the day. If That's you, it. Yes, yeah, so Shut twenty bucks up. for the day if you registered in advance. You know, That's an incredible like, value. It was so people who came got not just saying because I was there. I know who got two free pairs of socks and like stickers and stuff, and it was just uh, it, the best thing ever. And uh, so wow. and run well. The running store got more exposure within the community. Sure, able to help new ultra runners figure out like Gosh, how to take the next. Really need to do that here. It 
I just we need I, to find I a love way. that I just love that format. It was great, it was, and it was pretty low pressure. Um, but there was lots of things that I were ama- I was amazed by. One, just the organization of the whole day was great, and the agenda of the day, which we'll get into in a sec, was excellent. There was 45 people there, yeah. and they were there all day, so from 10 to 2. That's what blew me away, is that people were willing to hang out with us for, like, eight hours of their yeah. day. Like, I just couldn't believe that. Yeah. Lauren, at one point, was like, we're losing people! And it was like, and it was, it was totally just a bio-break moment yeah. where people were, like, filtering yeah. up. But everybody, I, I honestly would be surprised if there was more than five people that left between the Oh yeah, we end. kept people. It was awesome. It was really cool. Yeah. And everybody was so engaging and engaged. Mm-hmm. It's funny because you hear so much about the running community everywhere, but it was so cool to go to just another town uh, six hours away and be like, oh, this is totally the vibe and this environment is, yeah. we have at This is what's at happening home. where I'm like, from. Yeah. Just, uh, and not to say our our local community isn't special but i feel like every local running community is special like yeah. everybody has their super high performers their newbies their yeah. you know everybody just has that mix of people and it was so cool to meet people from all ends of the spectrum people who were like the grizzled experience ultra yes. runner people yes. that were brand new or people that were just like i'm not a runner and i have no interest in being one yeah. but i just admire people who do that was the most surprising demographic yeah it was so cool people right in the middle or people that had been running a long time but had never done an ultra people who are ramping up to an ultra appropriately um one thing that it made me feel like i wished was like when i see like like those other pockets of running communities it makes me wish that was like a trail runner's association yes. summit meeting where everyone like yes. like what is it like a out, conference like out like when they do like the outdoor gear conferences yes. out in Colorado it makes me feel like take your rocks and roots take your run well trail organization take all you know all these people and then like fly them all to California and we should just meet up and go to a running convention yeah. and, and, swap, a- and swap swag right <laughs> god I, I just always want to go to the convention of yes. whatever thing it is yes, that I'm into exactly and it's funny uh so it was us as the guest speakers, and then also Shalini Kovach, who has founded the Train Trail Runners. Major, major badass. Yes, major badass. Eric Strand, uh, who has a site, leadfoot.com, who pretty much runs Leadville and Boston every year for like the last five years or something I like that. I added him to my list of people that I would be on a deserted island with. Yeah. I adore that. Man. Yeah, but speaking of conventions, Shalini was pretty much on her way that evening to uh, outdoor retailer. Yes. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people boycotted that for some reason last It's moved year. to Colorado, so, because you, oh. it was originally in Utah, okay. and they they went AWOL on oh, okay. defending public land, so they moved it to That's Colorado right. this year. So God. it was in Colorado this year, and it actually brought a lot of new people, so. Cool. God, yeah. I'd kill to go to that. Yeah. But yeah, so it was really cool to have those guest speakers, and thanks again, Jen, for having us, and we hope to do more of that. But, uh, it it was funny because the next day, so we had just a whirlwind of a weekend because we drove out to essentially St. Louis, so a six-hour drive Friday evening, woke up at like 6 a.m. or something to go on the group run, we're there, and then drove home Saturday evening because we both have just been away from yeah. home yeah. a lot a lot in the past couple weekends. And when I say that, my me and my little family unit has a pretty high tolerance for travel and me being gone and everything so does mine my husband's on tour usually yes exactly and we were laura and i were both still like 
I think we need to be at home. Like, yeah. and this pretty much never happens. We're both ringer yeah. outers where it's like, oh, stay, stay longer, until- stay longer, stay longer, yes. stay longer. Um, but we decided to drive back Saturday evening after we had a dead car battery, which we did. Yeah, I was going to say, we almost didn't leave. <laughs> we left the bar after eating cheese curds and hot pretzels, got to the car, it made some weird clicky noises, and I wasn't even a tiny bit hesitant to text any of the people that I'd met that day to say, hey, we really need a hand. They literally were like two and a half blocks away from us, and they started running at us from multiple <laughs> angles. Like, whole groups of people, like, I think six people came down just yeah, to like rescue. Yeah, like a marching band coming onto a football field. It was awesome. It was awesome. And then as the, as they recharged their car using the uh, cables, we da- we danced in the parking lot. Yeah, played, lot. like, dance music. and Which is not all that unusual for Lauren and I, but, but maybe it, for everybody others. really joined in and really got into it. It was excellent. It was so, so juicy. So uh, there have been a couple videos posted online that are, that are worth the watch. I love but. anybody who is down... To make an uncomfortable situation silly AF. Uh-huh. A so, plus work. So after our car started again, we drove home and got home at like, what, midnight? Midnight. Yeah. I was so tweaked out by the time I got home. I've been like screaming Prince oh, and like yeah. intermittently, was, <laughs> like hysterical I, laughing, crying. I feel like this is worth a mention. So people were asking about like how often we do podcast episodes and like how long we've been doing this, which just so you know, neither one of us had any idea really. But somebody was like, oh, you, you have a six hour drive home. I bet you don't have as much fun on a, dri- a drive as you do during a yeah. run. And we were both like, ha no, false, <laughs> no, false. not true. Not false. That is false. There was like not a not a beat in between him. Not like he finished talking. He's guy at the bar. Yeah. I forget what his name was. Eric. It was Eric. Oh, Strand. it was Eric. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. I bet you don't have as much fun in the car. And we were like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no. Dri- being in the car for a long drive is second only to a long run. Period. Like I, at some point, <laughs> we were like slam dancing so hard in the car to like Celine Dion or maybe I don't know what else like we listened to like the best breakup songs of the 1990s and our dance we were dancing so hard that cues to one another on technique were things like more face (laughs) give me more face I want to see more face which now that I've been like the last week that I've been running by myself I like sometimes like air guitar my favorite parts and all I can think of is more face. So I'll be on the trail giving, like, my kiss face to the trees. It's good. Someone's yeah. going to see me doing that. So, like, expand all your features as big as you can. And then try like, and make figure a, out a way like, to tweak do them more. just a yeah, touch Like, more. it needs to be just a little yeah. weirder. <laughs> and then more tongue. And then, yeah. like, more shaking. Like, yeah, more yeah. shaking. Like, a twitch your eye a little bit more. More <laughs> face. We also just slam dance so hard that, like, oh, the, night, the day before on the drive... We had danced so hard that we were both worried that we had, like, sprained our necks. Yes, because we were listening to jock jams, which this is another feature of Lauren and Annie long drives. Inevitably, we will have been rocking it pretty hard in whatever manner, whether it's laughing, watching some dumb videos, listening to music, whatever. And then it, it reaches never, a fever and then pitch. It, and for, like, the last 15 to 17 minutes of the it drive, goes, for example, <laughs> I know, it's just, like, more, more, more. 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 So, like, on the way out to, out to uh, Edwardsville, it was listening to jock jams. Oh, but wait, it started minutes. with cranberries before yes. we got, So we listened to cranberries because I'm I'm really into the sounds of the Bulgarian. Ah, 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 and we know you just took your headphones out. 
But yeah, so I'm really into the sound, the mystery of the Bulgarian voices right now because that's just my particular flavor. Which of sounds the like moment. a euphemism, but it's, it's not literally, literally exactly what, I'm into. what it is. And I thought, oh my god, that cranberry song "Dreams" kind of has what sounds like Bulgarian voices at the end, and so we thrash danced to uh-huh. it. Uh, and then we polished off with some jock jams. Yeah, and yeah. really, we're like we're gonna wake up with whiplash. Like we were, and we're not gonna have our necks hurt. And we're not gonna have voices. And then we proceeded to do the same thing on the drive home, but <laughs> harder, harder, more face. I can't believe I didn't strain my neck from like just wailing. I, I can't believe it. Like either. I basically taught I taught myself how to play the drums <laughs> in a six hour drive <laughs> without the benefit of any drums or any like actual exactly. skills. But I now I can feel like the, a better drummer. I can actually play the drums by poking them. <laughs> and then throw the sticks out and wait for new catch them. And yes, I do this while I am driving. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Whatever. No I'm an excellent deal. driver. Ignore the dent on my car. But it was funny. So we did this marathon drive out, oh drive God. back, which I'm always a, I'm always in favor of taking the extra day. But again, we wanted to be home. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, we got... We got through this unscathed. We did this 36-hour marathon of everything unscathed. Oh. And then it was like, but did oh, we? on Sunday, so we both had switched our days uh, Saturday and Sunday to do our long run on Sunday instead of Saturday. Or actually, I switched mine because you always, I always long do a long run on Sunday. And so I had 18, mm-hmm. and you ended up doing the same. 16. And we both had chunks of pickups in there, and... We decided to run together because it was like, oh, great. We're, we're kind of on the same page with our workouts. Mm-hmm. And we, like, met up in the morning. And I woke up thinking, like, oh, I'm actually not garbage today. Like, I yeah. have my voice. I don't I think feel I terrible. Thought, like, I was like, oh, I'm not, not super sore. tired. Not yeah. sore from yeah. uh, heavy metal thrashing. Yes. Huh. There was a lot of thrashing. It was, and it was like, oh, good. We're totally fine. Oh, yeah. So we went for a run at Great Seal, which I would say is the hilliest park in the Columbus area. It's about an hour south of Columbus. And chugged some monster energy as uh-huh. we want to and do. And we did like a handful of miles, maybe like three or four, and then it was mm-hmm. like, Oh, I'm stuck in molasses. Oh my god. <laughs> it was dragging dead bodies. It was an old like, school What happened? It was an old school great seal beatdown. Like when I think about it first was training for mm-hmm. ultras and being at Great Seal. And being like, just, just wowed by it. Yes, and mm-hmm. just being like, my body being like, I don't know what you expect me to do here, but I got nothing to work with. Yeah. Also, like, feeling like I rang it the fuck out that yeah. day, and I did what is essentially equivalent of one loop on the Not Your Mama's course yeah. at a 17-minute pace. Yeah. I finished 100 miles there at an 18-minute pace. <laughs> Oh, not, not that anyone's checking. Okay. Well, I only looked it up because I saw your you. Annie has a picture of her watch from the day that she finished Not Your Mama's on her wall. And I thought it would be interesting to see what her average pace was because we had been, like, patting ourselves on the back for a 17-minute yeah. mile pace for, like, yeah. an 18-mile run and feeling like, mm-hmm. we done did it. And then I was like, oh, no, we didn't. Yeah. We didn't done do it at all. Yeah, I've spent five years getting better. I know, right? Or maybe just doing I harder know. things. There are peaks and valleys there when is. it comes to your training. Yes. And, and we just got, it socked it, it to really us did that it. day. And it was really great. So we haven't actually been able to do a lot of our, well, we've got, we've done more runs together. But we, I feel like the standard for me of you and I running together is like we used to do speed workout during the week, time. run Saturday, run Sunday. It's been two minimum. years since, been, since it's been I like know. that. No, 
I, it's yes, always like it that. has been no. 10 years. But now we're getting back solidly to at least we running are. once a week. At least yes. once a week together. Yes. Um, but I'm really glad that we were running together because it was such a relief to me to not... Because I have AC in two... At that point, I had AC in two weeks. And, you know, you start to get that close and you have a run that goes that, that bad. Difficult, and yeah. you start to think, like, I'm not ready. But I was mm-hmm. like, okay, Lauren's not even in the same... Like, she's on a different training trajectory. Yeah. And, and it, she's also what, having a really hard like, time. Like, we got in the car and tried to drive to frozen yogurt and we were just like, I just can't I, I don't know why. I don't feel good. I, I just don't know why. really was. So like, oh. <laughs> and then like, just like, old, like bonky and like, it wasn't even. crumbly butt. Yeah. It, sleepy tired. Yes. Physical oh, tired. Yeah. It was very tired. It was tired. very toddler tantrum. It and was. being at the ice cream place like, I want ice cream. And I want <laughs> sprinkles. And, and I want sprinkles. Doritos. I want, I want Coca-Cola and, and a frozen, frozen lemonade. lemonade. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I got home and ate a whole thing of Chipotle. Like, I just felt like I was in a hole. Like, for the... I uh-huh. went to... I... The... I slept for, I think, 11 hours that night. Oh, God. I haven't like slept that, that long I went to bed at, year. like, 8.30. I I was you. so wrecked. My family doesn't let me do that. I was so wrecked. Uh, yeah, I was a mess. I was so so a mess that I, I bonked so hard that I couldn't mm-hmm. eat dinner when I got home. That's how bad. And then I did the same exact thing the following Sunday. I did 16 miles at Grape Two days ago. Yeah. And then I went to the frozen yogurt place, and I got two (laughs) scoops of vanilla with Spranks. And I got a bag of chips, and I got a Coca-Cola, and I was just like, you know, no way. So tired. (laughs) And I, I had, like, it was twice as bad as the week before. That's crazy. So I I know that our experience together was because you can't do 36 hours of high energy activity, which we were. We brought it. We We brought brought it it for an entire day. We were on like Donkey Kong, which you guys are getting for an hour, you know, on each one of these podcast episodes. We did it for like a solid 12. Yes. And I, I thought I was looking like a fresh piece of uncooked steak the next day, like like good. And I looked in the mirror and it was like, oh no, I'm a crispy piece of bacon. <laughs> I am not what I thought I was. Yeah. I you am can't chug cooked all the way through. Yeah. I can't chug, you know, three or four energy drinks and not be unscathed the next day. Yeah. You yeah. gotta burn out some brain cells yeah. with that. That's I don't like need doing, them all. Yeah. I don't need them. Dude, drinking that much monster I just is need like, to run. It's like whippets. She, by the way, point. I wish you guys could see uh, Lauren mean mugging my Mike's Harder Lemonade in my hand right now because that's who I am. I, I'm not mean mugging it. I desperately want it. <laughs> no, you don't. It's terrible. I know. I love the Michaels harder. So, what should we broach first? Should we broach general training or, or the upcoming race? We've got to talk about upcoming race. Okay, let's do it. Because it's of mine. And let's then do it. Uh, get into training. I have Angela's Crest. <laughs> In T-minus three days. Unbelievable. Four. That crept out upon us. Like like Michael Myers where he power walks at you. He never even runs. You just like <laughs> see him coming. But like he's not coming quickly. But for some reason it gives you this deep sense of freakish urgency. Coincidentally that's my race strategy. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a white tech t-shirt that just says run like Michael Myers. Which is... Not at all, because Michael Myers doesn't run. run. Excellent. Uh-huh. Oh, we figured that out. Yeah. We put that mm-hmm. on the list of t-shirts. Maybe BFC shirt. Run like Michael Myers. So we leave. Uh, my husband, Andy, is also doing Angela's Crest, which I'm stoked about. 
Uh, side note, just to tie it to the ultra running clinic, Shalini Kovach is also doing oh, it. Oh, yeah. The guest speakers. And I only found out because I creeped her Strava. Yeah. And it was like a six mile wind down taper run. And I was like, what? AC taper run? Perfect. Very uh, cool. I, I owe her a response because I think we'll meet up out there before the race. Oh, cool. Um, you get to hang out with all the cool people. Yeah, I do. Hmm. Including you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so AC is coming up this weekend. It is really exciting because I have not been uncertain about a race in a while. Okay. Uh, also, the last true hundred I ran was Pinhoti nearly oh, two years ago. See, I was ago. gonna ask you all these questions. I would like to interview you. So you're done talking. Okay. So I'm gonna start asking the questions that everyone wants to know about. Okay, blah 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 blah. Well, we have two of those answered, which is what was your last hundred? So let's talk about how did you feel at the end of your last hundred, which was Pinhoti. So Pinhoti. I did completely solo, so mm-hmm. no crew, no pacers, nobody was there at all. Mm-hmm. And I like felt a ghost in the night. I felt okay because I got done, and I I had I had been wanting to do a solo hundred for a while because you get to a certain point and you you kind of want to strip away things to be like, well, what can, can I, I do? can I only do this if I have a pacer? No, mm-hmm. can I only do this if I have a, I crew if I have a crew? No. So I went down to Pinhoti all by myself. You know, there's something myself. deeply fucked up about that. How so? Running a race with nobody there. Well, I mean, no, you have to do it at least once to... That's like staring someone in the face and just, like, cutting your arms while smiling, like, alone. Also my race strategy. <laughs> so at the end of Pinhoti... I felt pretty good, but it was really weird to go across the finish line and be like, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Cares. That's what I mean. It's Morgan Green's worst nightmare. Yeah. But it's, which is funny because she doesn't want, she doesn't want attention, but she likes the people support. Yeah, that's true. But she anyway. wants, she wants to support other people. Yes. That's Which I is. understand the urge too. So. So that's how you felt at the end of. Pinhoti. Pinhoti. Yeah. And okay. it was not, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was just kind of like, oh. This is the downside of going solo. Nobody, nobody's nobody here. here. Nobody's here to care, which sounds way darker than it felt. It was just, no, it's dark. It honestly it's, was it's like dark. I ran across the finish line, walked, got myself a muffin, and then went to the car. No, I hate that. I don't like that story at all. But I was, I am still, I was, and am still happy that I did it to be like I can do the solo thing. That's not a problem. Okay. So here's my other questions. Uh, what are the things that you know you have in your toolbox that you feel are, like, sort of unwavering that are good going into AC? Belief that I can finish the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my body feels really good right now, which for oh. anybody that... Like, injury-wise? Yes. So, my PF is not bothering me. I don't have high hamstring pain. My, I historically have had lower QL or quadratus lumborum pain, so yeah. it's essentially left lower back pain mm-hmm. since before I started training for my first hundred. I remember. And that has not been bothering me That's for months. A- amazing. So I attribute that to doing cupping. yoga mm-hmm. and yeah. having, doing cupping, massaging one, every one to two weeks. Um, so this is probably the least ouchy my body has That's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. So we'll see how it plays out because... <laughs> You know, 
feeling good does not equate to the best performance sometimes. You can mm-hmm. feel really good during your taper and then oh, have yeah. lead legs race day. So, well, I'm totally making a note that I feel really good with the way my taper has been scheduled and what I've been doing for body maintenance and everything. But, you know, come race day, mm-hmm. I, I need to take into account what my actual performance is like. Mm-hmm. So, But how my body feels and the lack of ouchies is like... That's amazing. A plus plus. Especially because we get real on this thing. My weight is heavier than it has historically been for longer things. And uh, having to kind of dissect like any negativity around that because it's like my pace is improving at sustaining the same heart rate. My body doesn't hurt. My goal is to perform better at races. So... So who cares about the rest? Exactly. So... It's not one of the things that you need to alter no if it's not affecting no. performance no so other questions are there more tools than that oh i'm sure but we can come back to yeah them. um oh appendix a for ultra runners writing down how you feel before and after the race is very critical to looking back on your seasons to gauge sometimes like why it made sense and why it didn't make any sense at all but always good to have like a memory of why like how your, how your bod was feeling before mm-hmm. and after Especially because your race, I feel like your race experience can taint how you were feeling beforehand. Mm -hmm. So if you have a bad race, you might be like, oh, my training before that sucked or I felt bad during my taper. And it's like, no, you might have actually felt good. Don't color your experience with a a bad race. Y'all have seen Inside Out. Don't don't color your memories unknowingly. Bowling balls blue. Yeah. Um... I feel like I have been doing that all day. I feel like I've just been walking down the aisle turning all the bowling balls blue. Um, okay, so that's the tools in the toolbox that feel un- unwavering. And then what? what's the box of fears? Heat. Heat is always a little bit of a wild card. I remind myself on the reg that I did San Diego, mm-hmm. and it was over 100, 100 degrees, degrees, and was successful in navigating that. It's only supposed to be... I looked at the weather mm-hmm. in Wrightwood is supposed to be a high of 85, <gasps> and the weather in where it ends is supposed to be high of 90. There will certainly be some higher stuff in there, but I literally expected it to be like 100 degrees. So really? this to me is like, and there's no humidity. Okay. So like, I mean, that's... How, yeah. What kind of clothes are you wearing to keep your... A self- 100% cotton t-shirt <laughs> and a pair of old, old navy shorts. <laughs> Spicy. Spicy. <laughs> Although I treated myself to some uh, black Nike shorts that are essentially just black old navy shorts, just so that I can have a Nike symbol on them, but I haven't tried them on, and you know what they say, everything the new, new on race day. day. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's like Schrodinger's cat. Other fierce things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So heat and then altitude. So the course gets up to like 9,500 feet. So not quite 10,000 in altitude. It's high. It is. And we're flatlanders. So I feel like you start to feel some of that, at honestly, eight? at five. Oh, five. I was going to say five. Oh, yeah, five. I mean, like I maybe not, maybe it doesn't hinder you, but you notice it. Yes. But I I did never summer 100K last year, which a lot of that was at 10,000. With the was, broken Was leg. at altitude. Uh, but that was also after we've been out there for a while. So it might be a non-issue or it might be a big issue. So that's, that's a very. I don't think it's ever affected you before. So altitude, heat, heat, and the amount of climbing. So if you What's look. What's the total gain? 
It's supposed to be twenty two thousand, but if holy you, mother but, of huh? God! But if you look at the race book and actually tally up the elevation gain per course section, so a thing to give credit to AC for, uh, Katie Grossman uh, put together the yeah. race book, and it's it's beautiful. It's like sixty pages of glorious tech content and photos. Yeah. It's beautiful. Very cool. And there's a description for each section as as well as the elevation gain and loss per section. If you total up the elevation gain per section per the race book, yes. it is like 28,000. <gasps> Just so, because I don't have a very good, um, oh, that's insane. Not so, your mama's is 18,000, which is high. Anything over 15,000 feet of gain is technically considered a mountainous. More than not your mama's. Yes. And Ozarks is 12. And San Diego, I think, is like 18,5 or 19. Wow, so this is going to be the... Largest amount of gain in any hundred you've ever done. Yeah. Sweet baby Jesus. But you're a good climber. Yeah. And the cutoff time is? 33 hours. Ooh, that's kind of brutal. It is. That's it kind is. of brutal. So I, do, I don't think I will be chasing cutoffs necessarily all day, but I do think I will be have to be cognizant of them. My goal for the race... I'll, I'll wait, because that might be a question. It was. You ruined okay, it. No, no, no. Okay. What's your goal for this race? My goal What's for this race? A and your B and your C and your D goal. So, my A goal would probably be... First female. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm Mike Meyered every other <laughs> Every other female. <laughs> a goal would be, I think, sub 30. Perfect. That's what I would say for myself if and I were And then B would be, well, you know, I'll be a little bit more ambitious. Let's say A goal, like if it's a perfect day, would uh-huh. be like 28. Like something crazy. Are you out of your mind? I haven't run 102 years. Wow. You know what I mean? Like who knows what I have? 20, yeah, who I know. knows what you have inside you? I literally have no idea what's inside the bank. And to me, A goals, I like to have those be perfect day goals. It's not like, oh, if I do everything right. If you right, do that, I will buy you a diamond. If, and then if if I do it, I'll donate an ear. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nonsensical and I love it. I love it's it. It's the Michaels I was going to say, the Michaels is harder is, is kicking in. Mm. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, but. Perfect. At the Goodwill. At the Goodwill. What is, what's in this box of blood? Will I finish my 100 mile in under 28 hours? <laughs> so I thought I would bring this here. Oh, that's I can't. I can't with that. I can't with that right now. This is really good. Okay, so we can stick okay, good. If anybody, a, if anybody out there is a good artist, I would like you to draw that scene. So, so part of your angle involves going to Goodwill. Yeah, yeah. So a goal to me should always be not if you do everything right, but if everything, like the cosmos Even align. Even so, that is quite a It is. Bold. It's crazy. I love but, it. Okay, but here's great. the thing. Do so, it, yeah. Because then I feel like B goal is sub 30. So if B goal is going to be sub great. 30. Great. And then C goal is finishing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And D goal is if you find an aid station that, like, where everyone's dressed up like bears at a disco, you just feel like, I live here now. <laughs> no, D goal would be. 
flaming out like so hard like to go so hard that i just like explode into a burst of flames or dive off of a mountain and would rather explode into flames than dnf a race i would like that to be written down she'd rather incinerate her own body so it is writ so it is done where's that girl's ear (laughs) okay so yeah but Honestly, my my overall like actual goal because I feel like I don't his I don't historically make time goals especially when there's so many variables mm-hmm. uh, because I just don't know I don't know the course yeah I haven't run a hundred and two years like it's been a long time and I I just want to preface I had a big race in there in between I've had races in between Pinhoti and this year so I'm not at all trying to play it like. I haven't had experiences in between there that will help me on a hundred. Yeah, but I had across the years, and that was a two, that was a three day two hundred effort. It's, again, it's not easy. It's just not the same as a hundred. It's not the you same as AC. Two hundred Ks, one of which was I would say as hard as a hundred. Both of which yeah. I would say was hard yeah. as hundred milers. No, I would agree with that. I would say both of those events. Yeah, were hardest. Yeah, and those are actually probably better training for this than. Yeah, I mean, they had yeah. substantial climbing. Both so, of yeah, them. I forgot about that. So, yeah, I've been training There you go. Water. Add that yeah. to your little bucket of goodies. Yeah. But my overall goal is to surprise myself. Oh. Yeah. God, you're such a weirdo. No, yeah. that's great. It's, uh, it's cool with me. And I, even, like, positive or negative to surprise myself. So, I would like to either get done and be like, I did amazing. Or even if I got done, I was like, oh, this is not a thing that I was ready for. Mm. I would be okay with that, too. Okay. I'm hoping for it to be a positive thing. I'm, I'm, I would really like to finish and be like... Oh, I'm a oh, boss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's usually what happens, except for in cases of Burning River. Yeah. Where you finished in a supremely fast time, and you were like, why was that so hard? Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, where I had a mental DNF. So Burning River is fresh on our minds because Burning River just happened yeah. here. So what I would say is one of the more known Ohio hundreds. Mm. It's not a trail hundred. Yeah. Uh, and Burning River, we could do like a whole episode on just Burning River. We could. Burning River broke my brain and made me feel like I DNF'd when I ran it in like 26 and a half Yeah. Hours? Yeah. First female, 13th of 39. I'm reading it off the award. Yeah. Uh, it was like... And sixth overall, I and think. And walked into a carnival with a fun house room and was like, this is going to be great. And, and like, then had a stellar first 50 miles right. when everybody else was freaking out in the heat. I was still having a great time. And then something happened. She walked into the wonky mirror room, and when she came out of the carnival, she was like, I, was a woman I don't possessed. like it anymore. Yeah, it, it was exactly like that. Like, I went into a fun house. <laughs> and then I, yeah, there was just so many things that broke my brain. I'd like to give a big shout out to one of the original She Beasts. Eric Fiegels for finishing, finishing Burning, Burning River. River this past weekend. Yeah, so just a couple days ago, through a labrum tear and having some really tough... What a ding-dong. Emotional moments. Tough physical pain moments on the course and ended up finishing that thing, which yep. is awesome. You are like a unicorn made of steel. There are few who can suffer better than Eric Fiegels. Just while laughing. Yeah. What a weirdo. I love you. Yeah. Big, big ups. 
You dummy. You, you big, gritty you dummy. Big dummy. <laughs> um, any other things I'm missing to ask you about? Uh, trekking poles are not allowed. I knew that. What kind of pack are you wearing? I'm wearing my steady, uh, surefast, steady Whoopi, the Nathan. I don't know that. It's huge. What? No, none of this. This is a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. regular, my yeah. regular Nathan. Na- thing. I was like, yeah. So my Nathan Vapor How uh, vest. It's a 12 liter. It's in the teal color. It has my slowly but surely patch on the back that Lauren gifted to me, and I did some maintenance, which means washing it and patching up some <laughs> holes. Uh, but uh, she's done me good so far, and I love getting new stuff before a race. But I really am. Um, you a really friend asked me, with it. yeah, a friend asked me uh, if I was, what the new gear sitch was, although, oh, I do have an exciting thing. Uh, so one of my new things that I'm wearing for AC is the iced cap. So oh. one of the oh, things Lord Lauren and I, <laughs> the, what do we call it? The elephantitis of the head? Yes, where we fill a buff, you fold the buff in half, like how you would normally put it around your neck or your head. Fill and it you with can ice. Fill it with ice, and then you put it, you wrap it around on your head like a headband. Yep. Or on your neck or both. Yes, but it needs to be an absurd amount. It has to be amount. huge. It has to be huge it has to, to last. Be enormous so that you can make it an hour out of the aid station. And they talk about there are two different things when dealing with heat in a race. There's heat acclimation, which is doing like sauna work and doing your runs in the heat of the day and stuff like that before the race. And then there's, there's heat, heat management, management, which is ice wearing, you know, arm sleeves. sleeves so that you can keep Stay your body wet. cool during the race. I'm very good at heat management during the day, and doing the buff ice thing has saved us on so yeah. many occasions. And it to, has. like, literally be laughing at people, not laugh. I Mohican 50, that. we were the most iced babies in the yes. world. We were the perfectly ice iced early, babies. Ice, ice often. often. It really makes a huge difference because by the time the impacts of heat have set in, where you feel bonky, your stomach is not digesting food, you find that your stomach is just holding all the liquid that you drank and it's not moving along, it's because you're too hot. If you can't mm-hmm. put your finger on it and heat could at all be a factor, yes. more than likely if it's If you feel a little bit disassociative or yeah. like kind of like Christmas lights are or off. Or just like a little, yeah, just like a little confused or like mm-hmm. I can't figure out what I want. I full-blown got that way this past Sunday. <laughs> Three hours into a five-hour round. So obviously we like, figured this all out. <laughs> and and I've also learned that it doesn't really matter, especially for me. It doesn't really matter what the temperature is. If you feel hot, you are too hot. I yeah. I'm a person that has been in like how cold was it at Showblobe? Like thirty-five degrees, 25. and I was in a sports bra going up a big climb You're because my body just runs super hot. So weird. Yeah. So so if your body feels hot at all. Or and I've, like, lost confused. a finger to Raynaud syndrome, and Anne's, like, in a sports bra sunning herself. <laughs> I'm having a great time! Oh, God, that was so much misery. But back to I, the ice cap. So, I've, uh, if you guys have seen the Solomon athletes that ran Western States, Ryan Sands wore one last year, I think, at Western States. They're, like, these white, paper-thin-looking hats. And I actually posted on one of Lucy Bartholomew's uh, Instagram posts, like, where did you get the hat? Yeah. Didn't hear what did she back? Oh, okay. Bummer. Which, yeah, bummer. But I'm sure. I well, look. She's also been like out mountaineering. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Listen, <laughs> we're fans are the most important thing. Well, Anyways, I was just like, where's your hat from? I looked up 
iced cap while sifting through all of the migraine ice caps, but that's a whole other thing. Apparently, okay. that's a thing that helps with migraines. But there is iced cap, and I think it's just icedcap.com. I actually got mine through Amazon. And it's a baseball cap with an extra pouch pouch and a drawstring at the top that just has a full open, compartment. Open-headed. Yeah, compartment to put ice in. It's, it's which is deeply odd. Which is rowdy and it doesn't look ridiculous which oh. again i don't really oh. it doesn't oh. it doesn't here i actually have it it really doesn't okay for you following along at home it is a black baseball hat you can also get in white that looks sort of like a jiffy pop on top i mean i look a little like a chimney sweep but you do you look like a darling little english chim- chimney chim- chimmery chim chimmery <laughs> Put ice in your buff if you want to live through. <laughs> chim chim re chim chim re chim chim chiru. Don't ever punch me or I'll think I'll poo. <laughs> Sorry. That's we have really gone off stretch. the rails today. But it doesn't... What do we care about looking ridiculous when we were oh, wear four heads of ice? I'm not criticizing this item. Get off my nuts, <laughs> <laughs> It's just a truly unique item. Yes, that's true. I also and have to give said, a shout I out. I can't wait to buy one. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Or I shouldn't say it's great, because I haven't used it yet. Okay. But it's who are you shouting out to? Super promising. A uh, shout out to Ice Cap, because it also came with a front and back sheet of instructions how to use, which you would think that's ridiculous. But however, it was things like a cup of ice will last 20 to 40 minutes, and two cups of ice will last 60 oh. to 70 minutes. And loves math. And loves math. And 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 it loves math. Head bubble, head bubble. <laughs> Gotta narrate for the folks at home. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like those are the. Oh yeah, chimney sweep. Totally. It's a very yeah. strange hat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. So 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 so. Mo- moving uh, right along. Moving right along. That's AC. I'll report back post haste. Or with lots of haste. Now we're gonna talk about training. Yeah. And even though I have AC coming up this week, one of the indications that I'm getting close to a race is that I'm thinking about the next thing. Oh my heavens. And for me, I think it's because once you hit, like, actual taper time, that extra energy has to go somewhere. And for me, I start planning what the next thing is. I really try and be present for the current race. But I do find that it's helpful for me to think about the next upcoming thing as well to motivate me on my current race and to think about like how this race impacts the next race and all that good stuff. The next thing that we both have is the Barkley Fall Classic 50k on September 15th. Another reason why it's valid to think about BFC now is because that is like five weeks away, six Uh, weeks away. uh, Yeah. I'm ready. I will be ready. Uh, I... Have been. <laughs> you can hear the confidence in her voice. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally blanked. I totally blanked out. Um, I'm on my. I'm. Th- and hold on, let me back up. Seven weeks. No. Six Good. and a half weeks from now. Good. That's six better. weeks after AC. That's better. Uh huh. That's better because I'm on my second to last peak of my volume. So this after this Friday night, I will be done with my extreme volume week and then if he ramps up higher than this I seriously might cut my ear off and bring it to goodwill (laughs) you only get to do that if you do your goals (laughs) okay that's the reward okay (laughs) don't be weird (laughs) no sense at all um 
Yeah, so I was just going to give a little taste of, like, what peak week yeah. looks like in my world, because what I previously thought was hard was actually just 80% of what Annie was doing. <laughs> <laughs> it was... I Really, I, it's I such feel a bummer. You. So as a person, like, I totally get that. Like, if you have an injury or something... And somebody else has one that's bigger. It's like, well, I can't talk about my thing. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I, I can't I, complain I totally about my that. uphill training because yours is 20% worse. Made me feel like a total ding-dong. But anyway. So so what what was last week as an example? Because I know this week you have some screwiness with going on a family vacay. So you're switching yeah. some days. Or do you do you want to give no, this No, no, no. Well, I'll just give like a mishmash of the two weeks. Which is pretty much the same. So I do... Um, in, in the seven-day training week... I have to get in two one-hour sessions of max incline treadmill, one of which has an intensity turned up for 25 minutes, which is, like, I I fear it worse than I fear, like, death or the dentist. Like, when I get there and I know I have to have my heart rate up really high for 25 minutes while running uphill, like, I get, like, the cyclocross feeling, I, like, taste the end's voice. Which still doesn't help you get your heart rate up. No, it (laughs) won't. Somehow I cannot get it up to 165, no matter if I'm at, like, death pace. I don't know what else to do. But, yeah, so super max incline intensity and then one strength day, but I've been doing two because I've been doing an arms day and a legs day. And I want to be clear on the, the climbing sessions. So because we are flatlanders, we end up doing two. And I've actually had times in training where I've done three treadmill That's sessions insane. a week so at a 15% or more incline yes and when she says like so on the on the I'll say like regular pace of climbing is where you can watch a movie and follow the plot yes exactly uh you I don't know about you but for me it's not necessarily like if we were on cardio machines next to each other we mm-hmm. couldn't talk the whole time no maybe clo- we could talk some but not no, like it's not a whole exactly conversation. it's not fun times exactly yeah. it's it's comfortably uncomfortable. Yes, it's just on the edge. And then when it comes to the increased intensity section... It's like tunnel vision death mode. Yeah. So it's a little bit different for me because it's in this really weird burny... My my stuff doesn't work. Oh, for me it's all out. I'm flinging sweat and snot on strangers. The treadmill is slick. I can't feel my hands. I don't know who I am. I'm looking at one section of the wall in front of me where someone has painted a poster that has the word power on it, and I'm looking at the letter R thinking that I am that letter R. That's how disassociative I am. Gotcha. That's how hard this is for me. So moderate. So moderate. <laughs> so moderate. So two, so two cardio sessions, two, two strength strengths. sessions. But I'm not supposed to be doing one of those. I'm not supposed to be doing an arms day. Oh, okay. So I do Gelfie's leg day, and then I do my own arms day. Okay. Um, Gotta keep that T-Rex at bay. That's right. You know what I'm saying, girl. Um, Just and- kidding. Runners don't need arms. <laughs> no. Runners need arms. Runners need arms. Runners, 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 runners. Vanity, vanity, vanity. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, and then my Tuesday is an easy, like, eight-ish miler. My Wednesday... Mondays are off, right? Mondays are, are supposed you, to be off, but I end up doing one of my treadmill sessions that day. Okay. Also, I have a 60-minute bike ride where I have to fit it in maybe Friday during the day or Saturday morning. Okay. I know this is all over the map. So, Monday treadmill, Tuesday strength in an 80-minute easy run. Wednesday, the hardest speed work of all time, which is now a combination of warm-up drill strides, a hard tempo... And uphill intervals. 
I've never trained like this in my life. Never. I've never had a coach make my, my hard day. I mean, the words that he wrote in my spreadsheet for this week are, this is like something like, this is going to be a lot of time in the saddle. This is going to be a long day. I wish you guys could see the light in my eyes. This kind of stuff makes me so happy. Oh, it makes the light dim from my eyes because I'm like, how am I ever... You learning? love it. It's your favorite thing. <laughs> I wish I could say that, but this, I'm genuinely terrified of this. So now my, yeah, my Wednesdays are a combo of different kinds of pain, which is just mind-blowing. Um, and then Thursday I do another treadmill and then a very easy run, like a four to five mile run. And then Friday a bike ride. Okay. Which I can't help but do fast because my brain says, you are still a bicycle racer, must go fast. We're just going to send Arbor out with you on your bike ride, so you have to slow down. <laughs> oh, boy. And then... Just kidding, you wish you could keep up there. That's also actually not that far from the truth. And then Saturday I usually do either a bike and run or just an easy run, like a 100-minute easy run. And then Sunday I've been having between a four- and six-hour effort with steep hills with rant with like specific levels of pickups. Okay. So that's my. How did you land on long runs on Sunday? Just happenstance. I did not ask him for that. I don't know why that happened, but I kind of like it because it means I can have brunch with my husband. Yeah, that works. (laughs) Um, But so this weekend is my family's vacation, and I have proposed in my spreadsheet like, hey, I need to leave for family vacation at five a.m. and I won't on Saturday. Yeah. And then I'll be in South Carolina on the first day of vacation on Sunday. So I'm going to try to do my long run on Friday night. And he said, usually I don't want to do things as crazy, but I want you to go ahead and do this. And thank you for being willing to do so. So I've got some takers on that one. Big ups, Rob Carroll, Shelly, Beth, all my all my pals. Hopefully they all come. Because I was really, really worried about getting to O, P, and N at the Great Seal State Park because every time I get to OPNN, I apparently spin myself around on a bat and run, fling myself into the woods and magically get lost. So just to give some context, so the intersect trail intersections at Great Seal have letters, so it, you make it sound like you're on this weird scavenger hunt. So <laughs> there, right, are trail, right. there are trail intersections that are semi-tricky. Pretty much every time we've been at Great Seal or anyone has been at Great Seal, there's always somebody stuck at one of these intersections like, I'm just trying to get back to my car. Yeah. How do I get back yeah. to my car? I did uh, bonus miles on N just and, f- for fun. And you may have right, actually, so. you may have already said this, but I think you talked about switching, but not necessarily the content. You will be doing a six hour run on Friday night, Friday night mm-hmm. starting at what? Five, starting at six. 6.30 p.m. Yeah. And then I'm going to try to be home by like 1 a.m. And then I'm going to leave for vacation for a 12-hour drive at 5 a.m. And what does six hours mean for you mileage-wise? I'm hoping it will mean uh, like 22, 23. Cool. But I'm not totally sure about that. Yeah. Um, Such is the beauty and the downfall of time-based workouts. Yeah. I don't care about miles at all. Yeah. I have not been counting my miles. I've been counting my minutes because... That's just working for me because when I have a mile prescription, I tend to run them as fast as I can to get them over with. Yeah. Um, and this has saved me from doing that. So and I know quite a few runners that do time-based workouts for that reason exactly, yeah. where they just can't, they can't take that piece out to run I can't a turn off my brain or whatever. No. It's like, run as fast or as slow as you want, man. Time. you got 60 minutes, just, just go do by. it. Yeah. Go, yeah, that helps me tremendously. So... Um, I'm not worried about that run because uh, I've done night runs at Great Seal many times, and I think it's going to be a lot easier than my last two Sundays there because it will be not in the heat. 
for sure. Which and this week, I don't know what the forecast is for this weekend, but it's been a lot cooler here. So that I'm a little bit a worried difference. it's going to rain the whole time because it's supposed to thunderstorm for like two weeks straight. Whatever, nothing. Whatever. Will, literally nothing will stop me. So um, you don't have you don't end up having an, a true off day, ever. I don't. I haven't had an off day for three weeks. Tip, tip. Yeah. Um, but this upcoming week, I'll be in South Carolina. So and um, it's your recovery. Week, it's my recovery right? week, but I will still. I'm still encouraged to get to a gym for a strength workout and yeah, get just to so a you gym know, for recovery week does not mean slack off time. It just means a little less pain. It's really yeah. I mean, compared to my typical, like I'm probably doing seven, six to seven hundred minutes of running a week, plus all my strength and treadmill. So I'm probably doing like at least nine hundred minutes of workout a week, and then next week is probably like six to seven hundred total. Have you started to look at your total time training each week yet? Yeah. What like how how many hours a week are you training? Like between oh, everything. Oh, I have not mapped okay. that. So I would encourage just because you're also a stat nerd, not as I like love that not stuff. as like a bardist a set at all, but just to be like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I will. It also helps to it also helps to frame it. So there have been key peak training times where I have done 20 plus hours. The only time I've ever done more than 20 hours is when we trained for San Diego. Yeah. We were, we had several 20 plus weeks. Yeah. And that was the best shape I've ever been in my life. It's funny though, for me it's always helped kind of frame, like where does, not that I wonder where does my time go, but you mm-hmm. like, oh, I have a part-time job in addition yeah. to my yeah. full-time job. And sometimes I see my friends like gardening and then I see my tomatoes like flopping over and withering away and I'm like or like we talked about us both having weeds on the sidewalk and it's like oh good you also don't have time for this it makes me feel so much better when I see other like intense runners with just piles of shit on their floor I'm Mm -hmm. just like oh I also take solace I feel like anytime they feature like an ultra runner where they're showing like their gear shed or their house or something it's always this bare bones ass house mm-hmm. with like awards and running shit and mm-hmm. shoes in the kitchen cupboards these people like i hardly ever see anybody mowing a yard or that oh, has yeah. a yard yeah they're like in apartments because it's like i'm i'm out i'm yeah. outside doing my thing yep. or this is not where my priorities are i want to get rid of more of my stuff i would say i got rid of a fourth of everything that i own two months ago yeah and now that I'm in a smaller house I want to get rid of even more of it yeah I really like that idea Mm -hmm. I just need to simplify more like I'm down to like one protein shaker and two water bottles like I just don't want to deal with that stuff anymore yeah and you would think running would promote a little bit more minimalism but you know I'm staring at you know 10 trucker hats and I've even donated I think five of them you know which is not huge but it's like bandanas and buffs and yep. race shirts and like you want to hold oh, on to I'll all purge. of it and just purge. trying to get rid of some of that stuff so I feel you. Yeah. My training week. Yes. Uh, I am pretty adamant about keeping Mondays as an actual off day. should do that. Tuesday I do a treadmill session, yoga in the afternoon, and a short run. Wednesday, I have my anxiety-inducing workout. It's so funny. I feel like the buildup for me on speed or incline workouts is pretty much always more than the actual workout. I've said this, at least for me, one of the things I've said before on this podcast was a, a, a Lauren, or I shouldn't, I don't even know if it's a Lauren Fleshman quote, but it's in the Compete Journal, which is practice doing the task well. Don't add, don't add, don't. 
without drama. Without drama. And for me, that that really that came into play. Yeah. yeah, it really resonates with speed workouts, especially when I first started doing them, because I would spend the entire day before the entire day of stressing about mm-hmm. it, how it was going to go. Mm-hmm. I feel that. And, you know, just feeling like I wouldn't be able to do it, or how's it going to feel? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it... It, it just added so much more to it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go and show up and do my thing, and it's okay. So Wednesdays is that, and then I usually do a harder yoga on Wednesday with our with our friend that likes, wow. <laughs> likes the harder yoga classes. This is another example of you doing actually 30% more shit than me. <laughs> and then Thursday is a treadmill session. Back up. What time of day do you do your speed work on Wednesdays? It depends. If it is outside, it's usually in the afternoon. If it's at the gym, I'll do it in the morning because I want to get there when there's nobody else And what time is yoga on Wednesdays? Noon. Oh. Assholes. Yeah. Flexible work schedule. Bourgeois pigs. Oh, I take that back. No, because Wednesday is my hard yoga day, so I do end up doing it right after work with Sandman at like 5-ish. Okay. So it's usually speed workout or whatever in the morning or in the afternoon sometime. Or in the... Either in the morning or late morning. Okay. Then Thursday. Thursday is treadmill. Uh, it's usually run in the morning, uh, chill, yoga at noon, and then... You do yoga three times a week? I do, yes. What the I always hell? keep my uh, deep release, like, relaxation yoga on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then sometimes do a hard yoga on Wednesday, sometimes do a medium yoga on Sunday. <laughs> I can't even with that. I know, this is, we spend how much time together and talking and it's still, and I think that's why it's good to like share for context. Mm -hmm. So then Thursday, so Thursday is uh, chill yoga in the afternoon, or run in the morning, chill yoga at noon, treadmill session after work, or usually after I pick up my daughter. And then Friday, I usually have like a treadmill session that I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Totally. Yep. And then Saturday is long run, Sunday is mid mid range run. Wow. I might have to turn up. Turn up for what? Turn up for yoga. Which and I mean it may not be as important honestly it may not be it as is important. important for I you. actually just can't I and actually I'm also, don't I, know where it would go. You should you should know I'm not doing any gym based strength workouts because I feel oh. like yoga is benefiting me more because of the way my body works or does not work. Yeah. You have that kind I have and it's funny, I'm just coming to this epiphany now. I have this huge bank of strength workouts from having done like figure and working mm-hmm. in a gym before. Mm-hmm. That's totally a thing that it's it's in my skill set. Mm-hmm. Yoga is totally a thing that's in your skill set yeah. already. So maybe it makes sense that you're doing strength stuff to top uh, yourself off, and it makes sense that I'm doing yoga to it. keep that part of me maintained. I can dig that idea. But I don't know how much time I'm spending a week right now, but I'm, I'm sure it'll turn up. And I'm I'm really looking forward to getting into, you know, crazy shit towards the end of this year. Yeah, I actually want to know that number whenever you figure it out because I'm very interested. Um, well, that is it for us this week. Um, we will hit you back up once we know uh, if Annie cut her ear off or not. It should be really <laughs> exciting <hoping>. news. 